Hello and welcome to another Central Virginia Sport Performance Podcast. My name is Jay DeMeo and I'm here today to welcome you to a new series that we're going to have here at CVASPS.com. Basically what we're going to do is we're going to find coaches, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk to them. And what we're going to do is we're going to ask them some really simple questions. And those questions are, what are you best at and what are you most excited about that you're doing right now? Uh, this idea came to me on a recent road trip where I had the opportunity to sit down and talk with NC State strength coach Bob Alejo, and while we were in his office talking, he asked these exact questions, and I thought they were, might have been the best questions I've ever been asked, to be honest, because when people want to know what you're excited about doing and what you think that you're best at, they're actually trying to figure out you know, what you do that could help them, and then when we were talking about those things, I thought, you know, this would be a great thing to go out and, and ask other coaches and to share with coaches out there to really try to help people get better. So in our first episode, we've got the great opportunity to sit down today and talk with the Olympic sports high performance team from James Madison University, Dr. Christian Carter and Coach Willie Danzer. Uh, we had a really great talk. It's a, it's a great 15-20 minute conversation getting into things like individualization, how they progress their athletes, and actually being a team as a staff, which these are all things that a lot of people talk about, but I think at times kind of get overlooked. Um, Willie and Christian are two super dudes. It was a really good time hanging out with those guys for a day. We had a great conversation, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So let's get right to question number one, guys, and what is it? What is it that you guys do that you're most proud of or that you feel as a staff you do the best? I think as a staff, what we're trying to do and what we're the happiest about and the most proud of is looking at every individual athlete and sitting down and saying, as a staff or as a strength and conditioning department, how can we get them to whatever their ultimate goal is? Um, and then not saying, how do we have this, how do we fit them into this predetermined philosophy that regardless if they're actually capable or have the talent to do, we're just going to keep jamming them into this philosophy. Um, I think that that's been um, the biggest thing for us as far as being able to separate ourselves or to be able, I guess you would say, to hang your hat on, on a specific, I guess, characteristic or what we're trying to do in shifting the focus of our strength conditioning program. Yeah, so I think just to, to go off of that is just uh, just kind of the fact that you know we, we care about our job and getting better uh, and we care about each kid and getting them better so uh, one of the examples I used before was a track girl that we had uh, that I trained for the last year and she was freakishly strong uh, but she wasn't good at running mechanics for a track girl so she couldn't run she didn't know that she was doing things wrong she couldn't feel her body uh, she couldn't feel the difference in, in the way she was doing things right and wrong in the gym uh, she could clean 180 pounds without any issue, but without extending her hips, without actually pushing into the ground, she would just muscle it and it would still look halfway decent. She could squat over 300, uh, but she still just didn't understand how to actually use her body. Um, so one of the things that I think we do really well is, is just kind of uh, lean on each other and get, get information from each other. So Willie and I have similar philosophies for the end goal, but Willie comes from much more of a sprint first background. I'm much more of a weightlifting guy. Um, so I could just keep hammering her until she squats 400 and hope that makes her faster, or until she's cleaning 250 and hope that makes her faster. But if she's not figuring out how to use her hips in the weight room and can't transfer that to the track when she's actually practicing, it doesn't really matter. So one of the things that we do really well, I think, is just 
is work as a whole staff, so it's not just me working with track. So Willie would come out, uh, and I would just do enough to maintain some strength, take some measurements and monitor the, to make sure her strength is, is staying within a certain level. Um, and Willie kind of uses some of his background in track and speed to kind of help work with, with uh, the hip extension stuff. So rather than just doing heavy-ass squats and heavy-ass cleans, uh, we worked with her on doing ball throws and jumps into a high jump pad just to get her to figure out how to use her hips and how to actually extend. And we would video those, play them back, uh, to show her the difference so she could actually start to see and feel the difference. Um, and it's, it's not just, like, like Willie said, it's not just being stuck in some philosophy. Like, my background is weightlifting, uh, but if it's not working, it's not working. Right. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is, and anybody that runs a staff or has staff members, every time I write a program, I write it the way that it seems best to me. The way it's written, the way I might think it's best, not, might not be best for that kid. So you have to be able to sit down and say, hey, slide your sheet of paper over to someone else and say, look at it. Is this going to give me the end goal if we've seen the same athlete? Um, I, I think that that is you know, also a, like he's just basically going off of what he said, is the ability to have an egoless staff where you sit down and you say, you know, if, if my idea is wrong or you know a better way, let's do it that way. It's, it's not a, the steadfast rule of, well, this worked for me one time four years ago. It doesn't mean it's going to work again. You know, that, the, I guess the old adage of, you know, like the more is better, if I just keep going on with the direction I'm at, doesn't mean it's going to continue to produce the exact same result. Uh, and, and I think that having a staff where you can bounce ideas off each other or, you know, you're not afraid to sit down and say, hey, man, that's a bad idea. Like, that's not going to end well for us. It, the, I guess the ability to keep forcing each other as coaches to progress is, you know, I guess taking it back from the, you know, the, the programming standpoint is something that I'm extremely proud that we're able to do is, is basically be able to sit down every day and say, this is what our goal is. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the kids. Um, you know, and I think that's where, that's what's gotten us the results we've had so far. I, I definitely think that's one of the biggest things is, is just because it, it worked in the past doesn't mean it's going to work again. And just because it failed in the past doesn't mean it's going to fail again. So you just have to take a step back and look at like why was that program successful or why did it fail? Maybe you used it for the wrong person, maybe you used it in the wrong time period. Maybe it's good from a theoretical standpoint for another person, another athlete, another level, a different sport. So just because something works well doesn't mean it's gonna work every time and just because something failed doesn't mean it's gonna fail every time. Yeah, and I think it's the, the same the same code, the same goes like, you know, I heard Coach Buddy Moore say it a ton of times, is you try to work with people that are smarter than you. You know that they're going to constantly push the envelope. You know that's that's the one thing that I want to do to make the, you know any staff I'm a part of is sit down and say like, how, okay, how are we going to be the best? What are we going to hang our hat on? And like I said, where we're at is you know we're trying to switch, trying to switch everything that's been done for the past however long they've had you know strength and conditioning at the university, and sit down and say like, hey, you know, it's it, the old way wasn't right, wrong, or indifferent. Is this is the way that we think we're going to be able to take this generation or these kids to the new level? It's, it, we can't keep going the same way. It, it's not. It's not going to keep eliciting the same results. Um, so. So we talked a little earlier about obviously the end goal being just improved performance, and that being job one with what we do. And we talked about how. So much more often than not, people want to look at the means as the actual end, and that people want to look at exercises as what's most important. Now, and then we talked about how 
maybe doing the same thing over and over again is what's most important. Can we touch on that a little bit? How you decide what's important, what you're going to implement, and how you decide when is the right time mm -hmm. to change or periodize or whatever term you, got, you want to use for that? Um, I call it magic. <laughs> but, but no, I think when you look at it and you get the, you know, a fresh batch of kids or transfers or anything like that, it, for me, I always look at it as how do I get this kid to the elite level? Whatever their, the highest version of their self is, how do I get them there? And, you know, a lot of people want to talk slow cooking, and I get it in the context of what we're doing. It's not an extremely fast. But I want them out of a general program as fast as possible. Like, I want them to progress at an extremely high rate. And I want it to basically run a parallel with their sport, like their skill acquisitions. Like they're getting better at their sport as their general outputs go up. You know, like I told you, I think the worst place a kid can be is when they're too strong and they're not actually getting any better. Because at that point, the strength coaches were a detriment. Because again, if a kid, it's just a simple thing. If a kid runs a 40 and he runs a, uh, you know, a four or five 40 or whatever, and he squats 600. Well, if I get him to 650, and he runs a 4.48, is it really worth those two hundredths of a second to continually load his back with that much weight? Like for me, if there's another way to do it, why not find that way? Um, and, and, you know, like we had said, if you look at all the best coaches that have done it, you know, Dr. Bonderchuk, all these guys, they'll basically tell you that you pick what you think these kids might be good at and you run it until it stops having the stimulus effect that it was designed to do. Because again, our best stuff mostly is just general strength, general power. How, where they get their sport form is when they go out and they do the sports skill or the technical tactical stuff, how those outputs are affected in the sport, the sport realm. You know, so it's not about, to me anymore, like how a kid, if a kid front squats, back squats, box squats, leg press, it's general leg strength. They have to have general leg strength to go out and play the sport. They'll be able to get better at the sport by using the general to help the specific. Yeah, or basically it'll be manifested within the specific. It, it, it doesn't, I, I don't anymore want to argue exercises. Like, you know, like you said, we have, you know, we sit down and we say, hey, we're, you know, we're heavily influenced by, you know, the Eastern block. You know, we might not do it the same way, but within the confines, we're still finding the ways to get these guys successful. And you squat, right? Okay. Yeah. I know he squats a ton. My kids squat a ton. I'll stop squatting or I'll stop doing when it runs its course. Then you just find something else that replaces that general strength level. But it's it's not about the exotic anymore. It's it's about you hammer the basics, and as your kids get better, their workouts will get increasingly more boring because there's only so many things when you reach that level that'll actually transfer. And it's basically at that point it's sport form. Uh, but again, that's just how I look at it. Um, I know there's a lot of people that do it different ways, and I'm not saying I'm more successful than anyone else or I'm right or they're wrong. It's, it's again, it's how you interpret everything that you've been taught and what you think is the best means to get to that end result. I, I, I pretty much completely agree. I, I mean, we talked about this earlier that, uh, <clears throat> and I think it's one of the things that a lot of strength coaches, a lot of strength coaches preach it, but I don't think they actually do it, is hammering the fundamentals and basics. Uh, they just want to do stuff for the sake of doing stuff to make a coach happy or to make make workouts fun and entertaining for for kids they want them to have a good time uh, squatting for four years isn't fun squatting and hex bar deadlifting and like whatever whatever 10 exercises you constantly do it gets boring by the time you're a senior but you know what it works 
and manipulating the basics, like we talked about earlier uh, today, was like when you when you do clusters and waves and you do downsets and potentiation and but it's all basics. It's just a different variation and a, maybe a more advanced progression of manipulating the basics. It doesn't. It's not exotic. It's not sexy. It's not fun with different toys and tools and bands and not that there's anything particularly wrong with bands, depending on the context they're using. But uh, it's people preach doing the fundamentals, but they don't actually do it. They just pick crap out of a hat and try to make a workout fun and entertaining. Uh, it's the same. It's the same reason every single practice you practice the fundamentals. You take grounders. You do the same warm-ups to to get the mechanics right for your swing before you go out there. You do the same warm-ups for basketball. It's, there's a reason sport coaches hammer fundamentals, and there's a reason we should hammer fundamentals that I think a lot of coaches completely miss the boat on, but think they're actually doing. Well, I think too, it's you know you have to remember like the idea behind what we're doing is to increase the kids' ability without them really know they're doing it. Like if we start impeding practice because we want to have constant variation, we want to constantly do this stuff, and they get sore. The first person that gets yelled at is us. Like we've overstepped our bounds because now we're making our general way more important than their specific. And ninety-nine percent of coaches aren't okay with that, especially sport coaches. They're going to be pretty salty, you know. Um, so I think that when you keep them, you know, when you keep doing the same thing, and, and it, it'll it'll constantly work. Um, but I, I I do think that there's always people that are in search of like the holy grail or how can I add this or how can I do that. And it's like, I mean, do you know that what you, how do you know that what you did leading up to that was wrong? Like, it still might be working. You know, now, like, if a kid squats and, you know, kids keep squatting and now they get to 700 pounds, you could probably stop squatting at that point. There's not too many things that you need to be more than a 700 pound squatter to do. But up until that point, like, if it's not broke, don't, don't get away from it. Like, I mean, you know, the, the best coach, you know, and, and like I said, I don't want to pretend like I know him or I've talked to him. I've only scratched the surface of what I know, but Dr. Bondarchuk, he literally said in his presentation, pick some exercises, pick a method you want to do the exercises in, and you let it run its course. And when it stops running, then you just pick more exercises. He literally didn't even say specific exercises. He just said, pick your exercises one through five. That's how general a lot of this stuff is. It's, it's not that it has to be this, it has to be this. It's number one based on your importance, do them until it stops working, then put in six through 10, pick a method, do it again. It, it's no harder than that. Like it, it, I don't want to sound like I'm, a, you know, I'm way smarter than everyone else, right? but like when people are like, how do you get kids to be strong? Like if you can't make kids strong at this point, that's one of the easiest characteristics to make. Strong and aerobically fit. Lift a bunch of stuff and go run for a period of time and just gradually overload it. You know, it's, it's no harder than that. Um, you know, and like I said, I, I think that you have to seek out the information, you know, and that's why, like I said, if we don't know it, we're gonna go talk to someone that does. Because again, I'm not gonna sit in my in my little world and say that, well, we got all the answers. We don't need to go search anything out. I mean, you know, as far as our, you know, high performance model, we came to you guys because we wanna be the next you guys. That's why we're here, you know, and, and, and like I said, I think that you have to constantly the, the way you get there is you hammer basics and you talk to people that you deem better than you at what you're trying to do. Um, those are the two simplest things, you know, in this field. How we somehow mess those up sometimes is beyond me. Ego. Yeah, well, if you came here to be to find the next level, you're in the basement. We are. So <laughs> right. I don't know if that's really the best place to be. Literally. But yeah, no, like literally in the basement. <laughs> um, so really, 
We need to build the base. It needs to be built off the general, which needs to lead into the general specific, right. which needs to carry over to the specific. Right. I mean, it's it sounds familiar. Yeah, like literally. And that's the thing is you literally can be a strength coach if you can, I, I want to say it's in French, if you can read and decipher the Werner Gunther videos on YouTube, like that's strength coaching in a nutshell. There was no French. But it, it's literally, I mean, it's it's that simplistic in nature. Um, you know, you let your art, my opinion of our job is we're designed to shine light on the kids' ability to play sports. You know, when we keep them fresh and we let them go out and actually, you know, have success in what they're, what they're on campus to do, then we've won. If our, if our best players play like they're our best players and when we go out and we have success, then we've done our job. It's not, I've created X amount of insert, insert weight, insert lift here. Because how many kids did we probably sacrifice their overall talent to get to those numbers? You know, that to, to me it's not worth it. I'll take a 200 pound uh, squatter that's an All-American for four years any day of the week over a 600 pound kid that sniffs ammonia and I think is awesome because I'm a meathead. I really, I really kind of flip what goals should be for collegiate athletics on its head at that point. That's, that's, that's a brilliant analogy. <laughs> I thought you hit, you hit on a, on a, in that progression, and we always talk about it in intern meetings too, and I think a lot of coaches get lost in that too, and, and they want it, and we talked about it on the car ride down here, that people just look at what the best of the best of the best are doing, the best athletes, how are they training, what's the method they're using, but they don't ask how they got there. They just say it like, there was a, a Facebook argument online that a friend of mine posted a, a ripping on the Bulgarian method because people will look at the CrossFitters, look at the Bulgarian, not the rip on CrossFit, the Bulgarian lifter, or look at the Bulgarian program and say like, oh, I want to do that. It's like, well, you've been lifting for six months, so maybe it's not a good idea to max every single day or go to a daily training max. Maybe you should just hammer the fundamentals and just progressively overload for a period of time until you get kind of good. And then maybe you can look at something a little more advanced. And I, get, and I think that's... The, con the context of everything is what's get what gets lost on strength coaches is they don't realize the level they're at. So we don't have five-star kids at a mid-major level. We have pretty average or above-average athletes. So trying to throw the most advanced, crazy, sexy stuff at them isn't what's necessary. So dose them what they need, not what they can handle. Right. Let them recover from it so that they can perform at what they're there to do. Build the general to move to the general specific, to assist in the development of the specific. It sounds like five pretty solid principles right there. Yeah. Guys, I really thank you for taking time out. Coming all the way down here, 81 to 64, it's a yep. lovely drive, especially in the middle of January. Yeah. Scenic. <laughs> Scenic is right. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you guys so much. A huge thank you to our guests today, the Olympic Sports High Performance Team from James Madison University. Can't thank Willie and Christian enough for spending the day down here with us, talking shop, bouncing ideas around. It was absolutely fantastic. Guys, I hope it helped. I hope you guys got some ideas. I hope this is going to spark some interest with you guys, get some conversations going. As always, if you have any comments or thoughts, please leave them below, whether it be on the site or on Facebook or right under the YouTube clip itself. Hopefully this helped you. Let us know if it did. Let us know what else you guys want. Please do not hesitate. We're trying to get people talking. We're trying to get information out there. We're trying to help people get better. And guys, if any of these do help you, please share them. Tweet them out. You know, share it on Facebook, whatever it may be. We would greatly appreciate that. 
And again, as always, thank you for being part of what we're doing here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. And of course, be on the lookout for more news about the 2015 seminar. We're going to have a couple more speakers getting announced here real quick. Really excited about that. More podcasts coming here in the upcoming weeks as well. Thank you very much, guys. Hope this helped. Hope you enjoy it. Have a fantastic day.